0: Hey everybody, Kevin Broughton coming at you from Loan Officer Impact and today we're in our studio and I've got an incredible guest with me today. Um, not only is this guy incredibly good at what he does for a living, but he's also a dear, dear friend, a guy that I would take a bullet for, uh, hopefully in the arm, but I would take a bullet for him. Um, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my friend Mark Jarbo. Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Kevin, thanks for having me. I appreciate you very much for getting me on here talking about some fun stuff, and uh, hopefully it's going to be a great show.
0: It is, and I appreciate you taking the time. Mark came over to the studio. We normally do these via Zoom, but it's so much more fun for me to be able to do this here. And the best. uh, And, you know, Mark, I don't know if you tune into our show. It's called Loan Officer Impact, and our mission is to help loan officers nationwide, regardless of what company they work at, have a more freedom-filled life, a more fun-filled life, and hopefully a little less stress. And so um, we try to hit on topics every week that actually help loan officers. You've done an incredible job in this industry. You've been through high periods and low periods like we all have. Um, We're working our way through the toughest market that many of us believe we've seen in 30 years. Um, I know that every time I talk to you, you choose to look at it as an opportunistic market and not accept uh, some of these naysayers. As you know me, I'm I'm the same way. I don't say anything other than how can we create, keep, or grow a customer today. 100%. One of the things that drew me to you from a business standpoint, not the personal standpoint, um, you're always strategic. And I find that really successful loan originators and branch managers, they get that. But oftentimes a lot of loan officers aren't strategic. Could you talk a little bit like how you do that and what it's done for you and how do you motivate yourself regularly to continuously be strategic?
1: Obviously a Y factor, right? Yes. And thank you for having me on here. It means the world to me. Uh, those who know my relationship with you, I, I, I love you and adore you to death as a personal friend. And not only that, as a mentor, I've been you know, with S&P a very, very long time. It's been nothing short of the Disney world of mortgages. So for me, I'm very content with where I am and, and happy with the business growth that I have thus far. Um, what keeps me going every day, obviously a Y factor, my family, right? Yep. Um, myself, uh, personally, I really like to work hard on myself to be better and better every day. Um, there's, I think the word consistency has two levels, consistency and then true consistency. You can be consistent every single day of what you do. You're you get up, you go to work, you're consistent, and, and you, know, you keep doing what you're doing, and it becomes like a routine in life, right? I believe in true consistency, meaning if you love and have a passion and desire for what you do, that consistency is going to become this true consistency, passion, love, and, and you take it to the next level, and I believe that true consistency begins with the person, with the individual, with right. you, right? right? You get up, you love what you do, you have that why factor, you're, you're, you're going after it. That's true consistency. You, you have a passion for what you do. Mm-hmm. You love it.
0: So from a strategic standpoint, obviously it starts with being consistent mm-hmm. and it starts with having a definable why. We talk about this on this show all the time and I know his why and It drives his behavior and that's what a why is supposed to do and that's why I always say if why is just money It typically doesn't come true because to drive a fancier car or to live in a slightly bigger house That's not what drives people's efforts
1: during the day. It has to be something far greater than money. You agree? Hundred percent agreed. I mean at the end of the day Things will drive you right? I get it people love the fancy schmancy stuff and it's cool you know, but at a certain point when you get to a level not only in age, but financially, successfully, those things kind of become just like a facade, right. per se, right? Right. right? Where is the real meat on the bones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and it comes with age do? and
0: maturity. Like right, we True. all went out and bought the cool thing when we first made money and all that. I think that's natural, right? Natural. Um, so one of the things that's always or recently intrigued me you recently formed a partnership with a real estate company. Yes. That um, I've had the true blessing of getting to know the lady that owns the real estate company and I find her to be exceptional, but um, that's turning into something pretty big for you, is it not? Huge. Could you share, like, here, here's what I'm trying to get across to the audience. We never know what one event might trigger and lead to something big, right? And that's why we have to swing at a lot of pitches, correct? And she wasn't the first real estate broker you came in contact with or you talked did. to, but, but it was through a series of constant, continuous, true effort that led you to a potential real home run, right? right. Could you kind of share, take us through just how that came to be?
1: So I'm gonna get into that. The first part, I believe that anybody, and I jotted a couple of things down on my phone. For me, I'm a connector, right? Yeah. I'm a builder. Yeah. Um, I'm somebody who wants to build relationships, long-lasting, healthy, viable relationships. Not only, and you know, speaking to L.O.s and stuff. Not only being a connector and a builder with your referral sources, connecting and building also with the consumer that you're dealing with as well. The relationship that I have with the real estate company today, she is a magnificent human being. Number one, right? But number two we both have kind of the same mindset. So that basis is, was established. Now, building on top of that basis of mindset, what what is gonna come from that, right.
0: right? Right, but it started with a shared set of core values.
1: 100%.
0: And if you've tuned into our show for a long time, you know that we believe that The best referral sources in the world, the best partnerships in the world, the best borrower and customer experiences in the world come when there's a shared set of core values and they have to be authentic. You can't fake core values. You are what you are, right? You
1: cannot fake the core values. You can't. Honesty in in anything you do, I believe in honesty and and trust is the key component to getting to that next level, right? So you've helped this woman and
0: her realtors. Yes. Close more deals, uh, homes, sales, yes. and they've reciprocated by really making you part of the fabric of their organization. Yes. Right? You're not playing three-card lineup, you're not going to an office meeting having her say, oh, wait a minute, I forgot the no, lender guy's here. No, no, no. This relationship is established. How do you deepen that beyond what the normal loan officer, realtor, interactionist.
1: I'm gonna go off of this for a minute. I'm gonna give you another scenario that just recently happened. Okay. Uh, Another gentleman, real estate agent, not even with the company I'm I'm working with today. Um, I called him up. We had a a pre-approval, excuse me. We sent it out through the buyer's agent. The listing agent got the PA. He got our pre-approval. I picked up the phone and called the listing agent. And his name is Jim, nicest guy on earth, right? He says, man, you know, I, I really wanna get this sold for my, my seller and, you know, are you sure he's is gonna, I said, listen, I've been in this business for way too long to, to BS you. You know, I'm gonna tell you just like it is, the guy's approved a paper. If you give me the deal 11 days, this thing's gonna close, shut down. He's like, man, you're a persuasive guy. I said, listen, it's not about being persuasive. It's about being realistic. You wanna sell this property? I'm the lender to do it. I'm gonna close it for sure. We closed it. We actually CTC did. You do it in 11 days? Nine days, okay. CTC, all right. and then the seller can't close because they went out of town, but he's happy. Right. He called me, he said, man, I have a loan officer that I work with all the time, but I am for sure going to use your company Good. and you because you really proved to me that what you said you did. And now it comes back to that relationship. Right. Everything that I told the broker I was gonna do, did. I did. That's what it comes down to. It boils down to, are you keeping your word to people? But again,
0: it really comes down to core values. Core you, values. Your core 100%. values are never overpromise promise under-deliver, right? 100%. And so I know that about you because we've had many talks about yes. it. And it's easy to say, I don't overpromise on a deliver, but it's not always easy to do, right? And, right? and the truth comes out in the actions, not the words. 100%. And so when you knock the socks off this guy, clear to close in nine days, you could have closed in 11, but the seller's out of town, blah, blah, blah. This is what um, it is. You solidified in that guy's mind that you're a man of your word, and now you're going to get increased opportunities,
1: right? This is what I preach in my office to all the LOs that work with me. Um, they're my partners. I, I learned a lot of things from from you, Kevin, uh, throughout the years. And, you know, you say so many amazing things. And what I do is I pick at the great stuff that you say, you know, and I apply those in my daily business, even in my daily life, um, how I interact with my LOs, the way that I lead, um, the passion that you have, you know, seven years, you know, being with SMP, that's a lot of years yeah, knowing is. you yeah. and, and the things that you put out there are truth. And I took a lot of that stuff and I applied it into my business, applied it into my leadership, applied it into my daily life. And those core values all kind of came together into one giant atomic bomb. I love it. And here I am today. You know, I work hard and I think you know yeah, that. As hard as anyone I know. And what I believe is... If you keep building the right way the honest truthful way the relationship building with brokers Realtors any referral sources that you guys have and your consumer because that's the base there's more consumers than there is Realtors and referral partners so you have to use those consumers to apply them to your business they they will take your business to the next level
0: they will if done properly so let me ask you this. so if you don't know Mark, he has very lofty goals. They're attainable, but they're lofty. And they're probably more attainable if the industry had some you know, tailwinds behind it, um, which we don't. Uh, but even when you don't hit where you wanna hit, you still outproduce the vast majority of people that are in the mortgage business. And so, A, congratulations. Thank but, you. But here's the question I have that I think the viewership could really benefit from. Sure. You didn't go to Harvard. No. You're not necessarily better at Fannie, Freddie and Ginny guidelines than many other loan officers. I know you know a ton about loans, but that's not uh, your number one thing. Nope. Um, You don't live in a community where your average loan size is 650 grand. No, sir. Um, Why are you successful every month and others aren't could you can you pinpoint I know it's not an easy answer but could you give like what your core what your heart says is the truthful answer to that Uh,
1: I've stayed persistent extremely persistent and wanting more not monetary okay not monetary Um, I have a big belief in leaving a legacy uh, to my family obviously to my son and my daughter and my wife but not only that a legacy with a good reputation mm-hmm. my father you know he's old school guy right yeah. and he used to always use this and to some people they're gonna be like well what does that mean you know but to us to me the way he used to say it in chaldean uh he used to say you know if the walk that you ground the, excuse me the ground that you walk on if you respect how you walk on it the ground itself will stand and respect you
0: okay
1: and i've always taken that one core value of that and respected everybody that's encircled me right and just kept on going Stayed persistent anybody who knows my story man 15 years ago i was homeless yeah right oh, yeah, i, I yeah. was in a bad situation mm-hmm. But I got out of that. I didn't end up in the bottle. I didn't end up on drugs. I didn't end up doing all kinds of, you know, stuff that wasn't worth it to destroy my life, my family's life. I stayed the course. I stayed persistent. I believed in something. And today, thankfully, I've reached my goals with amazing people like you and SMP. And you guys have allowed me to do that.
0: Well, we not so much allowed you, we just wrapped our arms around you. Well, a lot and, of companies,
1: and, Kevin, with all due respect, a lot of companies will put a glass ceiling over your head. You could see through it, but you really can't punch through it, you know? And that's, that's sad. At S&P, there is no glass ceiling. Skies are truly the limit.
0: Well, and I think you make a, a lot of great points there, but one of them that rings true to me, and I think about this all the time. I think about when we were a really small company, and we couldn't pay our bills. And 15 years ago, it was a difficult time for us we were going through 08 and mortgage yeah. business in Detroit, Michigan. Trust me, there's a lot of other bad. places I would have rather have been. But I used to think back then, we we're only doing like 100 million a year. And I used to think if we could just do 140 million a year, we could pay our bills. Yeah. And that was really bad thinking. And because I limited it at 140. Yes. And then someone taught me a long time ago to lose that limiting belief system, which I did, and then you know, we did three billion in a year, less than six, 60 months later. You know, and, and like wow. it, but that all comes from a belief system in how you think, and what I've always admired about you is nothing's too big, there's nothing you won't tackle, there's no big, hairy, audacious goal that's out of the picture for you, it's, it's, uh, and it's refreshing. And so if you're tuning in and watching, if you have limiting belief systems, Go to growingwithkevin.com. That's growingwithkevin.com and grab 15 minutes on my schedule. And I think I could give you one, two, or three ways that you could eliminate limiting belief systems in your mind. And I think that's the single biggest reason that we had some pretty good success over the years was the elimination of a limiting belief system. And one of the things I've always admired and loved about Mark is he that never enters his mind. He thinks... No way. There's no one that can tell me no. There's no one that can tell me I can't. There's no one that can tell me. But what I really like most about you, I know a ton of dreamers. Yeah. But their lack of strategic thinking causes their dreams never to come true. And one of the things I've always admired about you was you always have a plan. And sometimes that plan is imperfect. Sometimes it doesn't come off the way you envision it but every day this guy has a plan. And if you've tuned into our show before, you know we've done many episodes or hit on in many episodes. Do you run your day or does your day run you? And one of the things I've learned from Mark over the years is the importance of not letting your day run you and you running your day. Could you just kind of speak a little bit about organization and about planning and about strategic thinking that's led you? Because I know all of those things have played a role in your success?
1: 100%. Um, I run my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up at least by 6 30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, take my daughter or my son, to, you know, actually, Matthew's driving yeah, he's now. Driving but now. Yeah. If he doesn't have a car, I got to take him to school. Um, start off my morning with, you know, checking my emails, making sure my stuff is in order, you know. Um, get to the office around 9 9:30. I do have a 50 minute drive going to work and a 50 minute drive coming back home yeah. every day. Um, So that time is spent uh, on the phone, uh, building with people, taking the phone calls. I took two phone calls before I came in, people looking for a house, you know, getting, trying to get pre-approved, but talking to referral sources on the phone while I'm driving, um, talking to people to target different things that I want that day. I'll talk to Solivia, which is, you know, she's, the person that helps me every day, you know, takes applications and does everything with me. Um, I set the stage right away. When I walk in, I know what I'm doing, go in, make my phone calls. And, and I said this last night on my show, go back to basics. Right. And, and the reality is, you know, I don't like to talk about, oh, the market is bad and all, oh, you know, this and that. I'm not that guy. You'll never get that out of me. That's not my mindset. I don't believe in that. I believe in the more you put in, the more you get out of it, 100% fact. So set up my day, make my calls, make my rounds, do what I have to do and keep going. Like I am staged. I, I work very hard to keep building. Every time I get an idea or a thought, I jot it down, right? All right, I gotta do this. I have an, uh, a notebook that I keep with me all day long. Or on my notes on my phone, I'll just, you know, I'll jot down a note. Okay, I gotta do this because I think this is gonna be good. Right. Or I'll talk to, you know, Shannon about it. Or I want to establish and help build her business as much as I'm trying to establish and help build mine. Because it kind of just goes hand in well, hand, a right? symbiotic
0: relationship there. Exactly. You win, she wins, she wins, you win. Exactly. But I think, too, you know, I've struggled with this. I will bet almost every loan officer struggles with this. I know you have struggled with this in, sure. in the past, but... Struggled a lot of stuff. But if you think about how many hours a day do we do high leverage activities versus low leverage activities? And many loan originators in this country spend way too many hours doing low leverage activities and not enough hours doing high leverage activities and I think you and I have both had times in our careers where that's been true too but we both kinda got past that
1: 100% agreed
0: how do you spend more time doing the things that truly matter and fewer hours doing the things that someone else could do or that don't matter at all
1: I try and delegate as much as I possibly could to free my time up to do more of the things that I know will establish more business If I delegate a mod to people, I know I'm now freer within let's say half hour, hour, two hours, whatever it is, to make more calls to more realtors, to make more calls, excuse me, to referral partners, um, to think of different social media ideas. I just came up with right now, hashtag um, uh, your, your moment with Mark. So I'm gonna start doing quick one minute or 45 second videos about a topic you know maybe twice a week and that all takes time social media takes time and i'm very in depth with it yes you are and you know your moment with mark is going to be you know hey if you get a if you want a 20 percent down payment don't believe in it you know there's other down payment right, right. scenarios that we can put you in to save you more money or Hey, check it You'll out. have we tons to of content. Uh, that won't tons be. Tons of again. content, yeah. you know? So it's like, I'm trying to think of different ideas to help the consumer 100%, but to also help other LOs. I don't care if you don't work with me. It doesn't really matter. But I care about the human being. I know there's a lot of people struggling and they'll say they're, they're struggling. I won't say I'm struggling. I just won't, I, it, I, that is right there. The moment you break your own leg.
0: Yeah. So let me ask this. Um, I think one of the most impressive things with you, and I believe it's either the number one cornerstone of why you've grown, or it's certainly in the top three. But you're truly a community lender, and you don't sit behind a desk like we could have done this from a Zoom camera. Yeah. But you came here today, and yes. I know it wasn't easy for you to get here today, and all that, but. It was never a thought in your mind to not do this in person. And you're always out in the street. And I find, I I talk to a ton of loan officers nationwide every week of my life, and so many of them are stuck behind a desk. And it just can't be that way, right? Talk to me about being a community lender and how you've ingratiated yourself in the community that which you live and work.
1: So six years ago, um, I put an office in an area where it is Basically, I'm Chaldean, ethnic background, uh, Middle Eastern, Arabic. Um, I When I went to a city called Sterling Heights, it, it really embraced me, right? Because I came out, uh, we put a radio show together and people came out in groves because I was telling them the truth, right? Okay. People love truth, people love honesty, um, people love that
0: Authenticity. You're authentic. Everyone knows what they get when they're getting marked. Exactly.
1: So when people come to me, a lot of people say, "Well, man, that guy's aggressive, man. You know." (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, if I'm telling you, this is, you know, how much money you're gonna get, or here's what your loan looks like, and you know, you can't open any more credit cards. And I'm like, you know, I'll tell them, hey, no credit cards, no cars, no, you know, if you want to really buy a house, that's what you got to do. Right. But. They might think that my aggressiveness, excuse me, my aggressiveness comes off uh, to them like very strong, but in the end, they're so happy. they like, man, thank God we listened to you, man. This was amazing, you know? And I built a really good reputation based upon that, you know, and, and niching out a great community. Yeah. You know, uh, my people have supported me. I love them to death. Um, and I've helped, God, I could say I don't know. Anywhere in the past six years, over 2,300 families in our community just right now. So,
0: well, and here's a guy. And again, I always talk about how strategic Mark is, but he went and opened a state-of-the-art, gorgeous, big facility in the heart of where his community um, is very vibrant. But it's 50 minutes from his house, and. Yep. He could have gone near where he lives, but um, the community that you mainly service isn't where near you live. And yep. so you went, I was like, again, I think that's strategic. And you're at every event, you're, uh, he has his own radio show, he has his own podcast, he's a social media crazy guy, he's always mm-hmm. bringing content and value. Um, but again, I talk about this regularly and I believe it in my heart. You know. Um, Just going on Facebook and showing your kid's birthday party is nice, but that's never going to get you business, right? Ever. And Mark is strategic in his social media presence. There's a reason behind everything. It's planned out. It's thought out. It has a if then component to it. If I do this, then this will happen all the time. We've strategized on that before and It's not shocking at all that a decent percentage of his business is derived from a social media presence. That's not right for everybody, and most people can't pull that off because they don't realize how much is entailed in the amount of work and hours that go into it and being strategic about it. And so I've really marveled at what you've done from that standpoint, because I know a lot of people that have tried and it hasn't worked at all. And so
1: it's a tough business to be in, too. I mean, obviously. Do I put my family out there? No, I really, really don't. I'll be honest with you. Um, I didn't plan it that way. You know, I would put my family on there here and there before. But once I I got really, really deep into the social media aspect, I think I saw that it was more negatively impacting me putting my family out there than really giving me a plus. So I kind of just swayed away from that, kept on the focus of, building the presence of social media does everybody know what you do
0: right that's a big question right
1: does everybody on social media or does everybody in your families know what you do if you go on my social media pages everybody knows i do mortgages that is the key line for me because that differentiates me from everybody else I'm going to be strategic. It's very not strategic. just like,
0: oh, I forgot to say this today, or oh, I might do a video on that tomorrow. You have a plan.
1: Of course. I'll mess up on lives. I'll mess up on the radio. Um, I'll make a mistake with words. Sure. But that's not going to define me. No. no. I, my, my definition of what I'm trying to come across to everybody is everybody could do it if you want it. Right. There is no I can't. Right. That doesn't exist in my vocabulary. I can't doesn't exist
0: that's what I love about this guy is there's no yeah, limiting belief system whatsoever no. and uh, some days I've laughed at some of the things that he's shared about what he's gonna accomplish <laughs> and, and I'm gonna try my darndest every day to help him but uh, always strive for some I love big hairy audacious goals they're called BHAGs. hags if you ever read a book by a guy named Jim Collins called good to great it's an incredible yeah. book it's written about 30 years ago and it's uh, every sentence is still true today in that book, but he talks about BHAGs. And um, you know, Mark, we're coming to the end of our time here. we have right on the 30-minute mark. But um, I want to say just two things. One, if you're a loan officer or branch manager out there and you're having struggles, if you're um, not being as strategic as you want to, if you're not being as accountable as you want to be, if you're not attacking your day in the manner in which you think you should be, um, go to growingwithkevin.com, I'll try to help you. Um, someone needed a 15 minute call with Mark, I'm sure he'd be, he's always kind, he'd help anyone. The guy 100%. is an others first mindset guy. And we have a consultant here at our company named Dale Vermillion and he lives in Destin, Florida. And he's one of the finest human beings I've ever met in my life. And uh, every day he wears a wristband that says others first. And he has taught us here at our organization the importance of running an others first business. You know. We got Carl White, one of my best friends, a guy I loved to death, and he taught you and me the power of consistency yep. and the power of not breaking down before you break through. And you know, I look at all of these people. You know, Tony's helped us with high leverage activities and doing more of those than low leverage activities. And they seem like simple concepts, but when you have true mentors really taking an active interest in those concepts becoming reality in your life. You've embodied that. And that's what I love most about you is this guy never says A and does B. If he says A, you can count on A. And uh, so I hope everyone got some takeaways today, some aha's, maybe even an epiphany, of of what they could do differently in their business to to not just survive. I don't like surviving, I like thriving. And yeah. if we attack this market, regardless of the roadblocks and challenges that that, that exist. There are tons of opportunities. Um, A friend of yours and mine closed nine refinances last month for $2.2 million that were cash out, refi, they consolidated debt. They made the people's situation better. In one case, they saved someone $1,783, I think it was. Um, There's a lot of opportunity. There's so much opportunity.
1: There's so much opportunity. If you keep saying that there isn't, there there won't. That's right. Guys, there won't be. But if you stay consistent, be persistent, determined that there is business, you will have it. You will get it, you will find it, guaranteed. So thanks for tuning
0: in from everyone here at Loan Officer Impact. We appreciate you, Mark. Thank you so much for coming by, brother. I appreciate it. it. It's a great episode and uh, hope you all have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Be sure to visit successunlimited.us for free loan officer tools, tips, and video resources. To schedule time with Kevin, visit growingwithkevin.com.